Welcome to the NFL Stock Exchange Podcast. In this episode, it is our 2023 Combine Preview Draft. That's right, we are previewing this year's Combine event with a draft format. There's so many different positions and players to highlight that we thought a fun way to do it would to be you know, add a little competition to it. So we're going to be picking against each other guys from each position pool for the 40-yard dash, the vertical, the three-cone, the the bench, who we think is going to perform best at these athletic events for all the different positions. I'm Trevor Sycamore. With me, as always, is Connor Rogers. Let's ring the bell. Stock Exchange Podcast. I'm Trevor Sikama. That is Connor Rogers joining you guys on the Monday of Combine Week, baby. It is one of the best, I almost said years, one of the best weeks of the NFL calendar because there's so much, so much excitement. We get to watch these guys obviously put their athletic abilities to the test out there on the field, but so much more important than that is the intel that we gain from this week. It's so much fun. It's a blast. Morning, noon, and night, we are figuring out things and answers to what will be the questions of the 2023 NFL draft. Connor, how we doing, my friend? I'm good, man. I love this week. I, I start getting, uh, you know, that itch when the weekend starts to end and, you know, you're about to fly to Indy. And this is really the full swing because you get a ton of people in the same city connecting. This is where the buzz picks up, trades, free agency rumors, yes. and, and yes. a ton of answers for the draft. And this show, we've kind of started to make into a tradition because this is the second year in a row we've done it. It's a lot of fun where it's a little competition for us. It's a good way to preview the combine or at least give you guys our thoughts on who we think is going to test really well. And we've tweaked it a little bit this year so we don't get burned uh, by anybody not benching, (laughs) even though they've moved that to a separate day. So hopefully that's fixed as well. Yeah, so uh, the the topic of today's episode in the spirit of the combine is the 2023 NFLSE combine draft. So if you guys listen to this, the first edition that we had last year when we launched the podcast, what we do is we will break up this draft that we're doing into the positions that we have for the combine. So wide receiver, running back, we're not going to do quarterbacks, but um, offensive line, defensive line, linebackers, and defensive backs. And we have different drills for them. So the 40-yard dash, the vertical jump, and the three-cone are the same for every position. We also added bench for O-line and D-line because hopefully those big boys will actually step up to the bench and lift some weights. Unlike I think the they guys. will. With the, the separation now should help. The, I mean, it's where those guys can put up a big number. They need to. That's the impressive part. We want to see how strong you are. Come on, do it. But anyways... We will be drafting against each other the players that we think will finish atop their position group. So the way that things will go is the rules of the, the rules of this draft. The goal is to guess the player who's going to perform the best at a certain drill. Now, there were some comments and some feedback that we got last year that we think was great, and we appreciate you guys sending that our way. Before, last year, we kind of just opened it up to draft however we want. So obviously going back and forth, snake draft style. If I started, I might have started with, okay, I'm going to draft a wide receiver for three cone. And then Connor might have gone, okay, I'm going to go to defensive line, 40-yard dash. And It's a mess. It was That was a little too confusing. So we're going to stick with the positions, but the way that we could do it is we could still draft any player from any of the drills. So if we're talking about wide receivers, we can we can pick our player from any of the 40-yard dash, the three-cone, um, or the vertical. But a player cannot be picked twice, no matter what. It's not like I can get a player for a certain position and then Connor can get that same player for a different event. 
Once they're picked, they cannot be picked again. It'll help us preview the combine a lot better. The rules of how it's going to be scored, three points are awarded if the player has the best testing number of anyone in that group. So if they are the top overall player, you get three points, and then you get one point if my guy is better than Connor's specific guy or vice versa. We each get a point there. So it's a fun way to score this. It's going to be a fun way to preview a lot of different positions and some players that we're really looking forward to for the combine. Did I explain that correctly, Connor? Did I did I leave anything it. out? Okay, okay. Just no, you nailed it. it. I, I think we've really uh, simplified how this is going to go this year, and you, you nailed it. We're going to start with wide receiver. That's a three-category group mm-hmm. um, because there will be no bench in our contest here. So 40, vertical, three-cone. Trevor, if you want it, I will give you first overall pick. That is entirely oh, up to wow. you. And I'm curious to see which way you go if you do indeed take the first overall. Okay, I'm I'm trying to do the math here on whether it is going first actually going to be advantageous to me or not. No, 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 no. Okay, uh, can I defer to the second half? Can I go second? Yes. Okay, I'm going to defer to the second half then, because because uh, I guess I guess some players that I'm okay with at wide receiver. There's a ton of athletes that we're going to talk about here, so I'm actually going to give you the first pick. I'll defer. I'll, I'll win the toss and defer to second half. So who are you going to go with to start things out here for the wide receiver group? This one's pretty tricky, right? Because there's a couple guys in the 40 conversation. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of good vertical wide receivers. You don't yes. really worry about that too much, to be honest with you. I got two sleepers here that I could always stash away. Oh, man. For the, for the vert? For kind of everything, to be honest with you. Vert and 40, at least. I think three cones always the big mystery. Mm-hmm. And I won't use my first overall pick on the three cone because I think if guys save anything for their pro day, it feels like agility drills. It's just mm-hmm. a, an environment they're more comfortable in. It's fair. So with that being said, I'm going to take Quentin Johnson for the vertical. <gasps> oh, you're eyeing that one. That would have been, if I went first, that would have been where I went. Yeah, there was, I, I had a couple different thoughts here. I had a couple guys for 40. Um, I know going back to Feldman's freaks, he, he's claimed that Johnston has already done you know, a vert of 42. Now he's actually training for this event. You right. wonder if he gets right. to 42. I mean, that's just insane, especially at his size. So if, can we, can we, can we say this? If Quinn Johnston jumps 42 inches in the vertical and at least like runs what we feel like would be an adequate time for a six foot four, 245, four, four, eight, he's going to be wide receiver one, right? Yeah, physical tools. Yeah, yeah he, I, he's I got physical think, tools that the other guys don't have. Right, and I do. I just feel if if he puts up the numbers that Bruce Feldman wrote about in his freaks list, which let's see, let's what were the what were the other ones? Forty two inch vert. He had a four four forty, which I'm a little skeptical on. I think he'd be more four four eight ish. Uh, I could be wrong. Back squat five seventy five, uh, and he broad jumped eleven feet, which is insane. Right. See, We're not doing not... the broad because we thought it kind of crosses over with Vert a little too much. But the explosiveness but, scores kind of count all the same. Explosive so. dude. Explosive dude. None okay. of my problems with Quentin Johnson as a player are athletically. No. By the way. Like, that's no. not. So, but yeah, he's he's he should rip this thing up. <sighs> Where am I going here with wide? Should have taken that first pick, by the way. Sorry. Man, no, 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 I'm all right. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. I think I might stick with Vert because I got two guys that I really liked in the vertical. I think I'm going to go with Andre Yosevich, 
from Princeton Love that. in the vertical. Yeah, he's a great athlete. He's, he's another guy who thought he played well at the senior bowl, thought he showed some good athleticism at the senior bowl. Not the quickest dude in the world, but explosive, especially he was a contested catch guy because he was able to get up and over a lot of those corners. I feel like he's, he's going to be able to put that on display a lot. Feldman in his freaks list from at the beginning of the season has him around a 40 inch vertical. So again, like you said, now these guys are really training for it. This is what they're going for. So Andre Yosevis from, from Princeton. He's my guy there. I'm going to pick him for the vertical and close that category out here. All right. So you don't go back to back. We're not going to play it like that. What do you mean? Drafting. Oh, yeah. Right. I don't should. you pick again? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I do. Pick yeah. There's gotta wow. be some kind of advantage to not going right. first. Thank, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I think I'm gonna go 40 here. Mm. This one, this one's pretty wild, honestly. I know who I would pick, but I I'm not as confident as it would have been for a first overall pick. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go with Tyler Scott. That's what I would have done. I'm gonna. And take I Tyler almost Scott made it my Cincinnati. first overall pick. They. It is reported that this dude ran in the low four twos as a freshman. As Nuts. a freshman, this guy's got absolute blazing speed. And it's kind of crazy because there's another player on this list who shall not be named. Yeah, because if I could get him, I'm going to get him for the three cone. But somebody who the pipeline of that certain university is showing some serious athletes when you also throw in Alec Pierce from last year and how athletic Alec Pierce was. So uh, my first two picks in this draft for wide receivers Andre Yosevis for uh, the vertical jump. And then I'm going to go Tyler Scott from Cincinnati for the 40-yard dash. All right. So I got around my wide receiver picks out with back-to-back selections here. Man, the three-cone's tough. I'll I'll save that for my second pick. The 40-yard dash, I'm obviously going to go with Jalen Hyatt. And... Okay. See, this I is, think, he was my he was my number two. He was my. If you would have taken yeah. Scott from me, I would have taken Jalen Hyatt. I think it's close. I really do. I think I would have taken Scott number one. Oh, man, it's really really tricky. I think these two guys are just gonna absolutely fly. I really really do. Now, yep. Cone is pretty fascinating. Cone is. You try to think smaller players, right? When you go through the list. My two sleepers for Vert, since I'm not going to get them in, and I want to talk about them on this show, by the way, and I, I I won't use them for Cone, is Rakim Jarrett from Maryland. He's a former five-star great athlete. He, okay. he should really get his name back on the scene at the Combine after... I loved him over the summer. He was a top-five wide receiver for me. I just mm-hmm. think that not a lot went right, it seemed like, in their pass game uh, overall for him. And he was solid, but just he didn't have that career kind of year. And then Bryce Ford Wheaton is kind of interesting. This was another one that I mm-hmm. found more in the Feldman's Freaks that I wasn't even aware of this, um, that he's jumped 40 in the vert, 402 agility time, 668 in the L drill, power clean, good vert, 39-inch vert. Man, he's an interesting one. He's somebody that I would lean to go this way. But for, for three-cone, I'm going to go with Zay Flowers. And, oh, okay. All right. And this is, a, I, was this one, is a, I was wondering this is a, if we were going to get Zay in here. I really was. This is honestly one that I, I don't like. I don't have, I haven't talked to people about Zay Flowers, three cone, or anything like that. A lot when I do these, I try to have some kind of background. I just, the way he moves on the field, Trevor, I feel like this is an event that should suit him very well, especially for a small wide receiver. 
Um, so Flowers for me in the three cone, if he does it, and I think half the battle we're going to have with three cone is guys doing it or not doing it, but I would go with Zay Flowers here. Just moves different. See, now I'm, now I'm torn. Now I'm torn. I was wondering if where we were going to get Zay. I, f- I felt like it was either going to be three cone or the 40-yard dash. He said, you know, that he was going to run in the four threes in the 40-yard dash. So um, yeah. during Shrine Week, right? Yeah, I am also going to run in the four threes of the 40-yard dash just in case I might even as well wanted to ask me. Both of my three cone guys are still on the board here. I'm debating between... Trey Tucker from Cincinnati, who I was kind of referencing earlier of of Cincinnati having a pipeline of athletes now with Trey Tucker, Tyler Scott, and Alec Pierce from last season. Sauce Gardner put on a show. Oh, right. Yeah, of course. Of course. It's it's, it's just stupid what they have over there. Luke Fickle, man. Creating a pipeline. Um, I think I'm going to go Tank Dell, though. I think nice. do, I he think was gonna, on the list for three cone for me too. I, I think I've got to, I don't, I, I didn't see any numbers for tank Dell anywhere. Like tank Dell wasn't on Feldman's freaks list uh, and doing some research. I just didn't find any like projected things, but you, this one's purely a, what I saw on tape and on the practice field from the senior bowl as well. And how that's going to translate into these drills. Something that we noted all week during the senior bowl was not just how fast this guy accelerates, but how he truly is able to stop in a in uh, just a split second and change direction so well the body control is obviously there with him only being five foot eight 163 pounds uh worried a little bit about the stride length but for the three cone drill i think he's going to be totally fine with it so i'll go i'm gonna go with tank dell uh to to be my three cone champion here i like it it's good that we get him in on the show obviously this wide receiver class for all of the conversation around it not being as strong at the top it feels like the back end of round one through round three, there are a lot of different names and they'll have pretty various successes um, at the combine. So to recap, Trevor got Tyler Scott at the 40 for the 40. I got mm-hmm. Jalen Hyatt. Trevor got Andre Yosevis for the vert. I have Quentin Johnston. And for the three cone, he has Tank Dell. I have Zay Flowers. And with that, you Hold get on. to pick the first running back. So I was just going to, well, I was going to ask two things. Uh, one, was there anybody that we didn't mention at wide receiver for any reason that you want to shout out? I know you had a couple of the guys that you shouted out already with um, Ford Wheaton and who, and Rakeem Jarrett. I don't, I don't, there really wasn't anybody else that I was, maybe Jaden Reed from Michigan state. Maybe if you believe sure. in the long speed there, he might what, be a guy. What is Jordan Addison going to run? I think Addison's going to be fast. Me too. But, but I don't think it's going to be Jalen Hyatt and Tyler Scott fast. So I didn't, Same. I didn't consider him, but I do think that I, I do think that Jordan Addison's going to be pretty quick. I think he's going to be somewhere in the four fours. But yeah, I would, I would agree with that. I think that's going to, when you're a lighter like that, you almost have to, right? I remember it was a big combo with the lava and Garrett Wilson last year, but he's like, well, they're light. They better run fast. And then they did. So but they did. Right. It's I, like, I, okay, great. I think that Addison's going to be the same thing. Okay. And then my second question was going to be, do we carry over the back to back of the snake draft? And do I get the first? Oh pick yeah. Here? Cause I got first pick for wide receiver. So it's only fair to keep going this way. Well, 
you know where I'm going then. Yeah, this is this <laughs> is this is where you passing on the first pick was very very intelligent. This, this exact pick right here is the reason why I try to do the math Smart. quickly in my head of where we were going to go. Because what happens from here on out is fine, but I'm getting the dub in the 40-yard dash by picking Devon at chain running back for dude. Texas A&M for the 40-yard dash. I mean, this dude, we've talked about it before here on this podcast. You talked about it certainly with him being a, a guy who's been higher on your running back rankings. World-class speed. Won a track meet last April, actually two Aprils ago. Well, no, I guess it would still be last April because we're not quite there yet. Running a 10-1-2 100-meter dash. That is insane. This guy's got legitimate track speed. He is He has a track and field background, which I think is really important for this event because, of course, you get down in that track sprinter stance, and a lot of guys are – Sometimes they can be really fast, but they're not comfortable getting in and out of that stance. Yavane Chain not only has that speed, but he's got the track background to be able to put that low number there. So this is a 4-2 guy. Maybe not a 4-2 flat, but you know somewhere in the 4-2s, this guy's absolutely going to threaten that. So Devane Chain, the number one choice for the running back room, I, I think that this is an obvious one here. Uh, yeah, you can't go wrong there. I, I mean, he's going to fly. He's got the elite track background. It's not just a track background. So he's somebody that, I mean, it's a no-brainer. I, I just was trying to look right now to see what he's been tested at. Yeah, and I know you ran through a lot of the numbers. I mean, it's just it's just nuts. This is an event built for him. This is an event that he should dominate when you think about it like that, and I think ultimately he will. So that puts me in an interesting spot here. I back-to-back Got running him. back picks. Somebody somebody do the meme, the sneaker meme. Got him, and it's just Devon A. Chains. <laughs> On a track? Like it, well, there's got to be yeah. track pictures of him. <laughs> insanity so i don't find that i have some giant competitive advantage here at, at Burton three cone i think this is a pretty open field i will because of just the kind of player he is i have to at least capitalize that he's there use b john robinson because he'd just be a fool not to i don't know if Bijan's going to be like in these 90th percentiles of testing across the board i'm actually really really curious I will take him for the vert. Okay. I think that he should have a good showing in the vert. I think he's a reliable, safer kind of pick. And he's just a great player that is going to be ready for this kind of event. And then you look at the three cone for me. This is a little bit of a different pick. And I really liked what we got to see of him down in Mobile. And I'm going to go with Ty J Spears for oh. um, the three cone, the running back out of two lane. Damn. I think he's going to look really good down there I, I really do and i i loved his change of direction um in pat in pass catching drills in mobile he's got really good tape i mean sure gibbs is a great player on the board charbonnet should do some really good things there mm. if we had bench i'd probably go with him or roshan johnson as my pick but we don't right. so i'll go with ty j spears for three cone that was my top pick for three go i thought i was gonna get him I didn't think you were going to snipe these. No, that is that's a that's a that's just a it's a total snipe job right there. Um, got him. <laughs> I mean, that's you basically did. All right. So obviously, back to back here. I already got Devonte Chain for the for the forty. I think I'm going with Sean Tucker for the vertical. Okay. Sean Tucker for as much as you know when we really liked him coming out of summer scouting. Yeah, I just didn't feel like the vision and the balance was there for him this past year. Um, and I think that that's an area where he left a lot of yards out on the field. 
to me, what was not a worry was the explosiveness that he had, how he could get from zero to 60, how if you gave him some daylight, if it was blocked up well and he was able to hit that hole, boom, this dude's gone. So I think that the top speed and the explosiveness to get to the top speed is there for Sean Tucker. So I'll pick Sean Tucker for the vertical. And then for three cone, I'm I'm torn between two guys, maybe three. I'll just, I guess I'll just say the three. Keaton Mitchell from ECU, who I think is an athletic running back who I, th- I really do think he's going to test pretty well. I think he'll probably do best at the 40-yard dash, but I think he'll be pretty good in the agility drills as well. So I'm thinking about him for three cone. Deuce Vaughn, just my boy. Again, almost the same thought process with Tank Dell, right? This is such a smaller, compact player that you don't have to worry too much about the lack of strides, stride length holding you back in a three-cone drill because there is so much stop and start. Now, that obviously goes into it. I'm not saying that that's not a factor, but if you can control the body enough to where you're changing direction and you're keeping your speed going the whole time, you can make up for that there where you really can't, like if you if you were judging him in the 40. Then the other one's Jameer Gibbs. You know, Jameer is just such a really good athlete, such a speedy, yep. shifty athlete that I think that he's going to be a strong three-cone player. He's torn. I'm torn, folks. I'm torn. I think I'm going to go with Jameer Gibbs. Yeah. I think I'm going to go Gibbs here. He would have been my 40 pick um, if he didn't do that. So I, you're just going for the better player that athletically. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's if, a smart play. If Deuce, if Deuce has a better three cone than Jameer Gibbs. I'm going to be You're going to be kicking yourself. I'm going to be mad. When we do the review episode, I'm going to be livid at uh, at former past Trev on that one. But uh, I'll go with Jameer Gibbs here. So um, to recap this one at running back, I took Javon A-Chain for the 40-yard dash. That's a dub. I'm just going to give myself a point there already. Uh, I got Sean Tucker in the vertical, and I got Jameer Gibbs in the three-cone. Connor, um, who's your 40-yard dash guy? I don't have you- one yet. Oh, shoot. I'm recapping. You didn't even pick one. Okay, go That's ahead. That's okay. Ahead. Yeah, this is this is kind of tricky here, to be honest with you. Um, oh, so I took Jameer from your forty. Yeah, it would have been my forty pick. Now, once again, get absolutely wrecked. Yeah, I got I got wrecked. It happens. Smoke. I've been owned. I don't think he would have beat a chain, but it would have been a really fun surprise if he he did, and I had him. But I don't, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, all right, let me look through a couple different running backs that I think can at least not embarrass myself in this spot. <laughs> I'm like looking through GPS times. Man, this wow, is my not guy's pretty. Got GPS times out here. This is not pretty for me. Guys got absolutely. This is stat. this is not pretty for me. The data, folks. <laughs> my guy's swimming in data right now. He doesn't even know what to do with it. All right, I'll go with just because I want him on the show, and I think this is a pretty safe L for me in the forty. <laughs> like this is this is a pretty pretty safe L for me. <laughs> Don't you love how I've just already convinced myself that it doesn't matter? I mean, I'll go with Zach Evans here. Okay, sure. I don't really see tons of breakaway speed with Zach Evans on film, Mm. but he's a high-end player, so you go with the high-end player. I was between him and Roshan Johnson, who are, I don't think, going to sniff Devon A. Chain. No, 
Probably not, but I'm mean, Roshan's a good shout out for Texas. I think he's a really good overall athlete of a player. Zach Evans is as well. There's a reason why he was the number one overall running exactly. back in the country a couple of years ago. The 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 high school tape is just stupid because he's a better athlete than everybody. Yep. Much as I love Tanks Big Bigsby, and I do like the breakaway speed that he has for his size. Those words for his size matter in this because it's not like they're weight adjusted 40 yard dashes. It's just straight time. Um yeah, like I said, I guess another I, I thought about picking Keaton Mitchell from ECU for a couple of these. I think that's about it, though. I don't I don't think we're really leaving a, a back out here that uh, maybe Dwayne McBride. I know some people I thought like about him. It probably more four or five, but yeah, he's he's a strength guy, right? Like he's yep. a big yards after contact kind of a player. And I think that his athletic profile, when I was looking things up about, hey, what are people saying about this guy athletically? A lot of it was the strength. A lot of it was the weight room numbers and how he comes off the contact and just, um, you know, like deadlifts or squats and things like that. And like that can obviously lead to explosiveness for some of those explosive scores, but didn't end up having him super far on the uh, the combine big board. But I think, it's a, I think we got some good backs in here. I think we got the best of the bunch. Yeah, so to recap, before I make my O-line pick, 40-yard mm-hmm. dash, Trevor has Devon A. Chain, could go in the four twos. I have Zach Evans. Vertical, he has Sean Tucker. I have Bijan Robinson, three-cone. He has Jameer Gibbs. I have Ty J. Spears. That's probably the best matchup, the three-cone. Gibbs and Spears, that, yes. feels like a, that feels like a really good one right there. Hopefully both those guys opt ah, to do the three-cone. Man, I think Sean Tucker's going to give Bijan a, uh, a run for his money. I truly don't know. With that one. Will, will he tweet about it after? That's the big question. Yeah. Oh, will he be pleased with his combine performance? I am pleased with my vertical jump, which has absolutely <laughs> owned Connor's choice of Bijan Robinson. Congrats at that's, Tampa Bay. That's what, that's what I'm going to tweet. <laughs> that's so what I'm going to tweet. If the real happens. ones will know. This is the... Um, this is also the... Uh, it's, it's a good opportunity for us to bring in another stipulation with this combine draft, and that is Bijan. The unquestioned rb1 in this class does he do anything does he have to do anything good right because there's a couple of players especially i think on the defensive side that i don't know how much they're going to work out not because i you know and, and they might not get selected for us and obviously like if Bijan uh ends up working out we think that he's going to be one of the better athletes in the class because he shows that on tape and he has over the last two years but that does go into this that does go into this competition a little bit you got to think about that is a guy going to work out whether it's coming off injury whether they don't think they got to work out and ultimately guys that's also why we don't do quarterbacks because a lot of these guys just ain't going to do anything so uh you were you were up first with offensive line my friend all right so for offensive line i am going to start uh with the 40 yard dash here and I'm going to take Paris Johnson Jr. I think he's just an incredible athlete on film. Obviously, Ohio State usually has these guys in really good shape for the event. This is one that I'm, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't have numbers on. I just look at the player and, and see what kind. His body composition at that size is excellent. Mm-hmm. I mean, he really has that. He's an O line, but it's not sloppy look to him the way he carries his weight. So Paris Johnson Jr. for me, I'll kick things off and, and think he flies in the 40. I think he can get under five seconds in the 40. He's obviously a fantastic athlete. And I think there are some really good athletes at this yes. offensive line drill. So uh, we we do have the extra drill here with the bench. For Almost where I line. started. Oh, man. That makes me nervous. 
almost where I started. You saying that makes me nervous. But it's the bench, man. These guys are all good at it. So I didn't overreact to one nugget I did write down. Um, so I'm curious what you're going to do with your two picks here. I feel like you're okay. going to go bench. And I think I know what you're going to do. I think I have to go bench. Because my the number one guy on my bench big board for offensive line is one of my guys. Okay. So, all right. I'm going to I'm going to leave the suspense. And for the three cone, I'm going to go Joe Tittman from Wisconsin. Nice. He I should did, do really well here. Did not know a ton about his athleticism, but Bruce Feldman was just singing his praises on the freaks list. Yeah. 4-3-1 short shuttle for an offensive lineman. Nuts. Had a 1.65 10-yard split, which would have been the fastest time for any offensive lineman in Indy last year. So, yep. like, the 40-yard dash could have been in play there. This is just a really good all-around athlete, the center from Wisconsin. So, um, I'll go with him for the three-cone. I think that he's got a chance to not just beat you in this drill here, but I think that he's got a chance to uh, be the number one overall player for that drill. So I'll go Tipman three cone and I'm going to go Andrew Voorhees for uh, that was for, the for bench, bench bench one. I knew it was coming. The, the, the mark that I have read out there is 40 reps. Yep. For the old red shirt, senior long time interior guard for USC. He was a player who I really liked coming out of summer scouting. Uh, my quote about him coming into the season was, was one of the easiest evals that I had. Is he Quentin Johnson or not Quentin Johnson? Is he Quentin Nelson level of an offensive guard prospect? No, but I feel like he's a day two. draft him, like him, play him right away. And you're happy with him. You know, I just feel like he's a really good offensive lineman overall. And I think that strength profile shows up a ton in how he plays um, those interior offensive line positions. So anytime a reports out there that you're threatening 40 reps, you're going to be pretty high on my board here for that. So I'm going to go Voorhees here for the bench uh, after my Timmons selection. Yeah, Voorhees has some big bench numbers out there. As you said, he he should clear 40 reps. Was definitely a candidate to be my first overall pick. I just wanted Paris in this in some kind of way. Well, you know, he's a, he's a future New York Jet, so it's... There's a chance. I don't think he gets there, but there's definitely a chance. I don't know either, but if he does. Okay, so... This one is kind of a cheap shot at you, and you deserve it, um, to be fully clear. I'm going to take Anton Harrison for the vert. Because <laughs> oh. you, you, you've First sniped all, me. How dare you? Yeah, I know. So I, I warned you it was a cheap <laughs> shot. You're not supposed to warn people about cheap shots. Trevor has loved Anton Harrison since the summer, and yeah. he's had a really good season. And when you watch him, we haven't done O-line yet. Um, but I've come around on him this year. Just the ball of clay. He kind of is smooth mover, man. Yeah. Smooth mover, lighter guy. Feels like an event to me that if I was Anton Harrison, I'd be like, you know what? I'll bench at my pro day. I'll come in at three ten and I'll fly. Oh yeah. That's a good strat. Yeah. I'll like jump that. through the roof. I'll fly. I'll do the cone. I'll do every single drill besides the bench. And then I'll get back up to three fifteen, three eighteen for bench at my pro day. Now, so it's, it's funny that you kind of kind of say that, like prioritizing the speed a little bit more for the national event at the combine, because if there's one thing that I feel like Harrison does well, it is move. You know, like yes. that's a big part of his tape that you want to see at the combine. You know what you what might worry you a little bit 
and you know, when I say this, I'm, I'm kind of speaking from an outsider's perspective, right? I think NFL teams have a lot more intel on exactly what a player is doing. You know, you could talk to the school, you could talk to the agent, you could talk to the trainer, you can get more context of exactly what they were working on. But Harrison, the weakness in his scouting report is strength, right? It's, it's when guys bull rush him and get into the chest, can he really sink the hips? Can he really plant the heels? Can he anchor? Does he have that strength ability? So you would think you would want to show scouts that you are stronger. So maybe gain a little bit more weight, throw a little bit more weight up there in the bench. But I think I agree with you. The strategy would be a lot better to show your strengths at the combine on the national stage and then get a little bit stronger bench at your pro day. Absolutely. Which leads me to my next guy. And I kind of have a theme going here with O-line. I mean, I just want guys that have been the best athletes for quite some time right okay. now. All and right. for my All three right. cone, I'm going to take Broderick Jones. I mean, oh, this- man, you, look at you. You're going you're just going highlight O-line for this one. I, love yeah, it. I really am. I mean, I took I mean, Paris and Broderick could be the first two tackles taken in the draft. Mm-hmm. Harrison's going to go day two easily. I know we haven't talked about Skaronsky and he's got a fascinating combine ahead of him, but yeah, you look at Paris and Broderick, they're former five-star guys and you watch them on tape and they move like five-star offensive linemen. So that, that one was kind of an easier one for me. Once you took Tipman, who is going to do really, really well here, especially for a taller center. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I look, if you, if you pick Peter Skrowski for the bench, which maybe you will, short arms, right? He's got the short arms. Then you might have the first four offensive linemen off the board because I'm not taking Peter Skaronsky for either of my offensive line picks that I have Yeah, left. 40 would not be what I'd like him in. 40 and vertical. I don't know. I, I am. I have the two players that I'm going to select. Okay. You don't, don't know what you're going to use them for. Right, right. That's funny. That happens to me when I get in your shoes, like at the end of a position group. Because I think that they're going to be two of the better athletes that we have from this position. The first one is Jalen Duncan from Maryland. Six foot five, 298 pounds is what he measured in at um, at the Senior Bowl. So he is a sub 300 pound offensive lineman, which I think matters for these athletic tests, especially when you're trying to fight gravity in a vertical jump and then also run as fast as you possibly can. So I, I, I love the footwork with him. I love the movement skills, uh, similar to Anton Harrison and why I like Anton Harrison in that regard. So I, I, I feel like I could select him for either. The other one is Cody mock the offensive lineman from North Dakota yes. state, because this dude was playing tight end three years ago, right? They've thrown some extra weight on him. But again, this is a guy who is a little bit lighter. I think he might be either right around 300 pounds or sub 300 pounds when he gets, uh, when he gets to the combine, but he's somebody who could win with his athleticism as well, just because of his background and kind of the positions that he played uh, and why you would want to move him to offensive tackle. So I, Hmm. Oh man, he's in knots, folks. Knots. This, this, this is tough. All right, I'll go, I'll go Cody Mock for the forty, and I'll go okay. J- I'll go Jalen Duncan for the vertical because I think it sets up a very nice head to head mountain versus the hound. Yeah, of Anton Harrison and Jalen Duncan, who are two similar style ish players, who win with the same kind of skill set, and we'll see who can who can jump higher, baby. It's King's Landing. There's dragons <laughs> flying all around. Buildings are falling apart. Who's going to win the vertical? That's what I'm going with there. I like it. 
Um, okay. So I get two picks here now. I get to finish up offensive line. I'll kick off D line. Before I kick off D line, we'll make sure to recap O line. Yep. So bench here. Kind of this total dealer's choice. And it's so tricky because the tackles have the longer arms. Yes. Like as big as he is, you can't take Dewan Jones. He has the biggest wingspan I feel like we've seen. So you can't no, take him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely can't take him. Darnell Wright. Big dude. I'm not going to take him for bench. Skaronsky's interesting. He's very interesting. Mm-hmm. You know who's like a sleeper here for me is uh, Matthew Bergeron. He's Ooh. kind of a hoss in how he plays. He and is he a is, hoss. He's a heavier guy. He really is. When I when I watched him in Mobile, I thought I look at him and I go, man, this guy this guy should actually move to guard. I think it would actually really help him because his deficiencies are as a pass protecting tackle that I think could be minimized. And he's just a absolute highway in terms of his run blocking. All right. Have him listed at 322. Yeah. This is a trickier one for me. You want me to, you want me to list off some senior bowl arm lengths that we have here? I got them up. Yes. But who I'm leaning towards picking was not a senior bowl guy. Oh, okay. So some senior, senior bowl guys that could be on your radar for this pick. Steve Avila from TCU. Actually, I lied. Okay. <laughs> okay. I lied. All right. 32. He is, he is a senior bowl guy. And that was that's who I was leaning towards picking. So 30, 32 and 5 eighths is not bad. I mean, that's on the shorter side. And for this drill, you want to just be, you you know, you want to be. He's kind of a fire hydrant. Yeah. You want to be like yeah. pistons in an engine, man. You just boom, boom, boom. I'm I'm picking out. him. And I don't know how it slipped my brain that he was a senior bowl guy. Because probably because he had to play 9,000 games for TCU over the last three years. All right. That's where I'm going. All right. I like yeah. it. I like it. The- Steve Avila, probably going to be a second round pick that can play center or guard pretty effectively at the next level. He was on my list. I think I he like was. My, he, I think he would have ended up being my number two selection if I wouldn't have gotten Boris for the bench. To recap, offensive line. Yep. And we went through a lot of them, even the ones we didn't pick. Trevor in the 40s, Cody Mock. I have Paris Johnson Jr. In the vert, he has Jalen Duncan. I have Anton Harrison. That's a really good matchup. Three cone, I have no idea which way this is going to go, but he has Tipman who should do very well. I'm assuming Broderick does well if he does the event. That's going to be a tough one. Mm-hmm. This one, Voorhees is a lock for 40 reps over the bench. So Avila has to just come in and surprise. Wow. I mean, be fun though. We'd love yeah, to see. So Trevor has Voorhees, I have Avila. We would and I am happy as a clam that I get the first D line back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I bet you are. Hold on. Before we get to D-line, though, we finished off the offensive portion of this draft. Got to talk to you about our friends over at Mojo. We're talking about a lot of different draft prospects, guys who are going to be in the NFL very, very soon. And because of our friends over at Mojo, you've got a chance to cash in on these players. Now it's not a what if, it's a who's next. Mojo is the all-new sports stock market that lets you invest in your favorite athletes to cash in on your passions. It's not just rookies either. It could be anybody. Over 300 players are listed on Mojo right now. So guys like Brees Hall, Elijah Moore, Saquon Barkley, Patrick Mahomes, uh, Josh Allen, anybody. 
go long or and make money when an underrated diamond in the rough breaks out or you can even short sell an overrated player that you think is on a rival team uh and you can make money as they flop as well so it might be a little bit of a diabolical way to get rich but hey wouldn't be the first time it's happened in the course of human history so why not you prices move with every play every game and every headline and you can buy and sell instantly anytime all year long so that action never stops mojo is live in new jersey right now so download the mojo app in the apple app store today start turning playmakers into money makers you must be 21 years or older to use mojo and located in the great state of new jersey to make trades if you have a gambling problem help is available 1-800-GAMBLER visit mojo.com for more info all right connor who are you uh who are you over the moon to pick here to start the defensive line portion of our combine draft it makes it a little easier when a guy is not only the most freakish player maybe in the entire draft and I don't want you having him in any category at all. But it helps that while in high school, he was an elite power lifter. And that is Jalen Carter. Oh, you're, you are picking Carter. Okay. I am picking Jalen Carter to bench. Oh, <laughs> I hope he does it. I so hope he does it. I have a really bad feeling that he's going to go and be like, I'm so good. I'm going to be the first non-quarterback taken. I'm not benching for you losers, but if he does, nobody will touch him. So there you go. Oh man. I love the boldness. My friend, I truly love it. I I didn't, I was thinking about picking Carter at all, not because he's not going to be a great athlete, but I do wonder if he works out, but oh man, I hope we are gifted with the Jalen Carter bench. Guess what he benched? Um, what he he benched in high school in the state championships of boys weightlifting. So this is April of 2019. So keep in mind we will now be at about four years later. Four years out, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he benched 395 as a high schooler, as an 18 year old. I don't. I think he was 17 still because he's a younger prospect. As a 17 year old. So yeah, 225 should be like a warm up to him. He literally is, right? Like, I, literally, he's crank. He he is cranking out two twenty five. Easy. That's yeah. So I bet so his I had bench, to have him. I bet his bench now is like four fifty. Oh, I would. Yeah, I think maybe more. Well, yeah, who knows? But we could ask him at the podium if he two twenty five. Yeah, Jalen, how much can you bench now? So what do you bench? Because uh, we have a podcast competition. <laughs> We get one change of the answer. For those that don't know, the combine is very, it's not Super Bowl radio row levels bad at all, but it's a pretty open forum. Oh, it's fine. Like there's some wild questions in there. And I'm going to fire from the hip. Okay. Good luck. I got, I got two that I like. So obviously like D line, there's a strategy to this because the NFL is extremely dumb. Yes. And it classifies players on D line that sure. Like they play edge, but it should be broken up into edge rushers and interior players. Like, yes, you should not because the player that I'm picking is a cheat code. He's cheating, but somebody's got to cheat on the podcast, you know? It's within the rules. Well, it's going to be me. I'm taking Isaiah Land from FAMU, Florida A&M, because he is six foot three, two hundred 
and 26 pounds. He is by far the lightest player that we are going to have in the defensive line category. It is absolutely stupid that a player like Jalen Carter is going to line up with Isaiah Land. But Isaiah Land from... Like a Siaki Ika. 360. First two twenty six. So I'm gonna take guys. I'm, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Isaiah Land for the forty yard dash, just because there's Great there's pick. there's not gonna be any player that's gonna run as fast as him. Uh, he was in Bruce Feldman's freak list anyways. Uh, he was clocked as a six or a four six forty yard dash, broad jump ten nine. Um, three cone was six seven. So like that would have been an area where I could have taken him from the three cone as well. But I got another guy that I actually like in that category. So this dude's just he's a, he's a weight room warrior, and the fact that he's so much lighter than everybody else, it makes it an obvious one. I think that uh, again, I've got a chance for him to smart, not just be the best between the two of us, but I think that he could be the fastest of the defensive line group because of how poorly it is categorized. Uh, and then for the vertical jump, I'm going to go with Iowa State's Will McDonald. Damn, I, dude. I, I think I just that, got I just got destroyed. I th- I think Will McDonald could be pushing in the low 40s for that yeah. vertical jump. And again, you know, you probably gonna be picking edge rushers in any of these categories because anytime the NFL puts the edge rushers against the bigger boys, uh, they're gonna fly higher, they're gonna run faster. So um Isaiah Land, the edge rusher from Florida AM. Six foot three, 225 pounds. I got him for the four yard dash. And I got a senior bowl stud in Will McDonald for the vertical jump. And I think there's a chance that he gets in the 40s. So those are my two. So he should crush it. He should absolutely crush it. Um, So that brings me to the three cone where I will go with number one Frico of the summer. And that's Mazzy Smith. Oh, good one. So Mazzy Smith's supposed to have a sub seven three cone, which at his size is just. That'd be stupid. Like, it, it doesn't even make like sense. We always, I think our our joke last year about Hutches was that he teleports. Didn't you yeah. and I used to do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've done a lot of dumb things on the spot. That was a very fun <laughs> one. So, Mazzy Smith's supposed to have an insane three cone. Mm-hmm. He is a bigger guy, so that's my fear there. I liked your strategy with Landon McDonald. They are. I, it's weird to even think of either of them pushing two forty plus. Land, no way. No, no, Land has no chance. McDonald is light, man. He's really light. We just were on the field 10 feet away from him a couple weeks ago. He was, uh, what was he? 239. Yeah. Will McDonald was 241 at the combine or at the senior bowl. Okay. Okay. Wow. So now I got to pick a matchup there that I don't like either one, by Mm -hmm. the way. Like, I actually, because the NFL is stupid and. We're long established. Long established. How little sense Dixon this makes. Fix it, please. NFL. We're you please know. I, I know we're being harsh, but hit us up. No, but this is dumb, you know? and it'll it'll continue to get more dumb when we go to linebackers. So, with that being said, <laughs> I am gonna go with Tyree Wilson in the vert. Okay, because that dude is just like out of this world. Stupid athletic. He is stupid. Athletic. I I think McDonald tops him, but I think I at least am competitive in this no it's look tyree wilson a pretty athletic dude no question about it i mean like when he when 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 the green light is there and he could take a snap but he could take burst off the ball i mean he's fantastic at that we see that with will mcdonald as well you know i think i hope we're doing a good enough job 
um, contextualizing what some of these drills mean and how we've seen them on tape. But like Will McDonald wins a lot with speed. He is a lighter edge rusher who wins specifically with that burst off the snap. We saw it a lot at the senior bowl and that burst off the snap. You, you want to see them do well in two drills specifically. And it's not just the 40 yard dash, right? Defensive linemen, they're rarely running 40 yards. What you want to see from them is, First of all, that 10-yard split, how they get out of their stance and how fast they run those first 10 yards at the 40. And then the vertical jump and the broad jump. That is testing explosiveness, going from zero to whatever your highest athletic output is for movement. You're testing that against gravity, which there's no better way to test it. So uh, I agree. Tyler Wilson shows that really well at times when McDonald does as well. So uh, Mazzy Smith and Tyree Wilson to uh, depth, I mean, Two seriously athletic guys. Two actual defensive linemen, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, to be fair to you, I am going to go with two actual defensive linemen for the last two, including three-cone. I, If you asked me who I was going to pick for three-cone, the guy that I'm about to name, I would not have named if I did not read about his potential low three-cone time. Adetomiwa Adeboare from mm, Northwest, yes. a guy that we liked a lot at the Senior Bowl, who had a lot of explosiveness to him. We were highlighting the arm length as, as a big reason why um, we liked him as a prospect because he just brought some unique measurables to that interior defensive line position. But I think it was Feldman. I think it was in a, in a freaks list. He might run sub seven in a three cone. That's reported. Now, I you know people get report schools report things to pump up players all the time. But a a a Mazzy Smith even level type of three cone would be pretty crazy for Adabore. So I'll go with him. I think he's got a chance to uh, to challenge Mazzy for that. Although I do think that your, your your pick of Smith is is probably the better one on paper. And then for bench, I'll go with Keon White, who reportedly thirty eight reps of 225 yep. the georgia defensive lineman who at times was big enough to be an interior player but um now he's down a little bit of weight they're focusing on him being just strictly an edge rusher i wonder if how much weight he has lost if that kind of changes things at all for him but uh it, i mean if you're benching in the 30s you got a chance to be the top guy there so um i'll go with i'll go with Keon white from georgia for my bench and out of tamiwa out for my three come i like it i will close this thing out with a guy that I think is could legitimately challenge your guy in the 40. Ooh. And this is a loophole because he, he should not be with this group. And that's Nolan Smith from Georgia. So this, this was this is the other one, right? This was the other guy who I wondered if he worked out. He's he said he has said he is going to run. He can't, he can't he so he's for those that don't know, and I'm sure most of you do, he had the season ending pectoral. Mm -hmm. I read an article that he has been training. Uh, with the thought in mind to not re-injure the peck, I don't think he will be doing all the field drills. I don't think he will be benching, obviously. Yeah, not be benching. Duh. No. But I think he will do at least the 40 and the vert. And I think he will run very, very well because he is not a true defensive lineman. No, he is also, what, 6'3", 240? Maybe. Or 235, you know? Maybe. Yeah. And his best plays to me are playing off the ball. And he was, for as much as I still like my Isaiah Land pick at forty, Nolan Smith, number one overall recruit in the country when he was when he was going to Georgia for athleticism. That is what he was 
that was the calling card for him during the recruiting class that got him up to number one overall. So uh, that puts you still up on the clock as we head to the linebacker position, which, as you mentioned, continues to be stupid with the amount of players from defensive line that are in the linebacker category. So, uh, Connor, who's your loophole for this one now that, you, now that we're seeing it? We're, I not actually, doing, we're not doing bench. We're not doing bench for the linebackers. We are not. I actually have a real linebacker for this one because okay. it's just so freakishly athletic. But you're right how stupid this one was as well. It was very funny mm. when you go through the linebackers list. That includes, but it's not limited to, Will Anderson, who... <laughs> <laughs> It has had a million sacks the last two years. So it also has Andre Carter from Army, Derek Hall from Auburn. I mean, on and on this thing goes. There are a lot of odd ones. BJ Ojolari, who is a pass rusher, is with the linebackers. So with that being said, I think Derek Hall is the most egregious one. That one is uh, just not fair to him at all. Like, what do you? Why is he there? Why is he there? What is he like? Somebody explain to me what he's doing there. No, I can't tell you. Could tell you. So I'm taking Trenton Simpson in the 40. Oh, you I mean, you son of a gun. Freak show. There, there's a nugget. I would have picked him without reading this, but it's always good confirmation. There is a nugget in Feldman's Freaks mm-hmm. that they, the coaches from Clemson, claim he has run the 40 in the four threes. <laughs> i also saw that i was like uh i i would have said four or five man yeah there's just no way i could not use my first pick on him yeah i have his name in every single category you take him for anything (laughs) anything i have his name in every single category but there's two other guys like that i think too there i wonder if i'm about to pick both I wonder that too. I think you have a real good fighting chance here by getting to double up. I I was wondering if you were going to pick this guy for the 40-yard dash. I was wondering if you were going to try to take Simpson for the vert or the three-cone and then take your boy, Owen Papo. Yeah, my fullback convert. For the 40-yard dash, who I am picking for 40-yard dash. Gotta do Uh, it. Auburn absolutely loves and raves about him and his athletic ability. You talked about him being a a potential linebacker fullback convert with how athletic he is. The report is that he could be running in the 4-3s. That's absolutely ridiculous. But even if he is anywhere in the 4-4s, that is hella fast, as the kids say, for a linebacker. And so uh, we definitely got to pick him here. My next selection... It's one player that I can take for either of these. And I don't have I don't have numbers on him, so I don't okay. know which one he would be better at. But I'm picking Diane Henley from Washington State. Okay. I think he is such a great athlete on tape. We went through the linebacker group and he was not in any of ours because we hadn't same, watched I him. Same, had, I didn't watch him. Hadn't watched him yet. I've caught a little bit of him in doing yep. some research for this exercise, and he is. I mean, that athleticism totally pops on tape in so many different ways. Uh, learn this about his background for anybody else that does not know this yet. Six-year college player who started out at Nevada. He started out as a wide receiver. He played wide receiver for two years, uh, transferred from uh, boundary wide receiver to a slot wide receiver. They had him as a kick returner. Then they moved him to the other side of the ball. He played free safety, then played strong safety. And finally, he found a home at linebacker. So this guy has quite literally been all over the place. 
I'm going to take Henley for... Vertical. I'm going to take it for vertical. Okay. Yeah. Diane. So Diane Henley from Washington state. That was really hard. Hopefully you guys heard how difficult that was in my voice for this, but uh, I'm going to take him for the vertical. So I'll go Owen Papo for the 40 Diane Henley for the vert. So I'll go up um, against Henley's vert with Nick Hampton from app state. Okay. He's going to be a big time tester. I know they've had big time GPS numbers on him. He's a real outside linebacker that he just flies around Another a, a bottom of the freaks list kind of guy, but should not be overlooked. That I mean, they they have some big time numbers on him. So I'm going to go back to the athleticism board here with Hampton, try to challenge Henley's vert, and that gives gives me to the three cone that this one's kind of tricky. Like yeah, there's it not is. it is it, this one's really really tricky. I mean, Will Anderson is still out there. He's, I wonder he's I deep. wonder how a guy like Nick Herbig does in. By the way, folks, he's a linebacker. Um, there was a couple other ones over here. I mean, there was one more player that I'm I'm forgetting right now. There's a lot of good names. Ojalari should have a good three cone. Actually. I would I would agree. I would definitely agree with that. Yeah, who's once again a linebacker? So, man, that's tricky. That's real, real tricky. I'm gonna go with Ojalari. I, I love the player. Okay. I think that he will challenge for the three cone. I think this race is wide open, honestly, the three cone. But I'm going to go with Ojolari. Okay. Uh, then I'm a flexible player. I, I'll go with Will Anderson. Just that's what it was down to for me to pick Will Anderson, right? I, I mean, three cone, you're, you're testing your ability to change direction. You're testing the bend. Um, you're, you're testing the ankle flexibility. And, uh, I, I think that Will Anderson has put that on display as a speed rusher over the last two years in an incredibly productive way. Uh, so we'll go, we'll go Will Anderson there, which rounds out our linebacker group with, I took Owen Papo for the 40. I got Diane Henley for the vertical jump. And I got Will Anderson for the three cone. You got Trent Simpson for the 40. You got Nick Hampton for the vertical and then BJ Ojolari for the three cone defensive backs. Oh, I'm on the clock for this one. You're normal. Yeah, you get to guy. kick this one off. And this group, this group is going to own the show, man. They're going to own the show in Indy. Dude, there's so many good ones. So many good ones. I, I can't even be too upset with what direction you go in because there, there's some really nice backup options. There's so many good players. So many good athletes. On top of that, uh, I'm going to go Keely Ringo for the forty. Keely's going to fly. Keely's Keely's going to absolutely fly. And there's a lot of these other guys that I think are, are really fast players, but what gives Keely Ringo the advantage for me here as my selection for the 40 yard dash is that he is taller, right? Yep. Six, one, six foot two. He has that stride, that speed that not all these other corners for as explosive and as athletic as they are, are going to be able to match. And on top of that, for the same reason why I picked a couple of these guys already, he's got the track background, world-class junior sprinter from um, Arizona, the Arizona area. Right? Yeah. yeah. Arizona area, 10, four, three, 100 meter dash, 21.18, 200 meter dash, which is crazy. I mean, he's got legit four, three speed. There's no doubt about it. He's consistently clocked in the 22 mile an hour range when it comes to those GPSs that those guys wear in track. So uh, I got Georgia cornerback, Keely Ringo, you know, neither of us had, did we have, did any, I think I might've had him four in my rankings. I don't remember. If yeah. I can pull mine up right now. Five. Um, 
He didn't fall out of my top five. Okay, I so I think he was I had, back, him I had him fifth. There you go. So he's back into the top five for both of us. And a great class. It is a good class, and and we kind of saw him similarly. The lack of athleticism is not the reason why he wasn't a top three corner for us. No, That's, that is no. there. It's kind of the recognition, the anticipation, losing off the line of scrimmage as consistently as he does, unfortunately, just things that he's got to get cleaned up to make sure that athleticism is able to show a lot more. So uh, this is the part where, for as much as people have liked Keely Ringo throughout the process going back to the summer, this is why. He's going to put that part on display for the 40. So I'll go Keely here. All right, so I get two picks here. And I could have done these in any order, but I will go like this. For the 40 to match up with Ringo, I'll go with um, Trey Hodges Tomlinson. Oh, man. That was my number two. One of the smallest players in the draft, or at least at the combine. Yeah. And just a freak show athlete. I mean, when you look at him, he's not even five feet, eight, eight inches tall. He's got under 30-inch arms. He's not going to play above 180 pounds, most likely. But he's just a freak athlete. And you see it on the field. You've seen it in testing. There's already been some clips going around on Twitter. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go with Trey Hodges Tomlinson to try to take on Ringo. Okay. And then this is the one that I would have put in the 40, but I'm more comfortable with him in the vert, although I think he's going to go four threes. And that's Christian Gonzalez from Oregon. He's Mm -hmm. just, he's a pretty rare dude at his size. He's a true 6'2". He's 200 plus pounds. He's going to really look incredible during the drills with his movement skills, but he could probably do a 40 inch vertical in his sleep at this event. Yeah, he was the number one guy for the vertical for me. Um, I just think he's going to show out as a superior athlete. And I'm going to be honest with you. uh, I've got a mock draft that came out today over at PFF.com. You guys can go check it out and read it. But I have Christian Gonzalez as the first corner off the board instead of Devon Witherspoon. I don't have Devon Witherspoon dropping too much, but I really do think that what we're about to see from Christian Gonzalez athletically, along with the size measurables with him stacked up against Witherspoon. So we're talking about like six foot two and 200 pounds versus six foot flat, 180, 185 pounds for Witherspoon. When Gonzalez tests as well as I think he's going to athletically as you are picking him here. I think it's going to solidify him being the first corner off the board. I don't think Devon Witherspoon is going to fall too far, but I do think that that's going to matter for him. So you got Gonzalez going with the, uh, you're going with him for the vertical. I'll go Riley Moss from Iowa as my pick for the vertical. Cause I think Moss also reportedly in the low 40s when it comes to the vertical jump. Not sure he's going to out-jump Christian Gonzalez, but I think that that's probably my best chance. And also, I didn't pick Riley Moss for the three-cone because the Michigan pipeline is throwing out athletes all over the place. And it is reported that cornerback DJ Turner has a three-cone time of six Hold on, I want to make sure I get this right here. 629, which is teleporting again. 0.01 off of the combine all-time record set by Oklahoma's Jordan Thomas back in 2018 of a 6.28. So with that being said, I mean, I have to pick him. I just have to pick yeah, him for yeah. the three cones. So uh, Riley Moss for the vert, uh, DJ Turner for the uh, for three cone drill. Yeah, I probably should have in hindsight with those rumors taking Turner last round, because if, if he sniffs that, it's it's <laughs> a three-point dub. It's not it's, even just that you win the category. You win the entire 
right position group right and the big question will be what guys opt to do agilities but if if it's a strength of his like that then yeah which for me i'm gonna go clark phillips in this spot nice smaller corner i like his change of direction yep when up against turner it seems like not much of a shot but i think that's the the best next best thing with hodges tomlinson off the board here um yeah so very very athletic corner group there are going to be a handful of guys that clear 40 inches in the vert yeah i think that there's uh, some players that we kind of left on the board that could obviously still uh test really well i think my guy keytrail clark's going to test very well in the three cone as well he could have been my selection there a smaller corner a compact corner um sydney brown from illinois i think is going to test really well especially explosively Jair Brown from Penn State is a guy who I think is going to test well. I think Brian Branch. Brian Branch is somebody who I considered for a lot of these drills, but it's just like there were other players that I thought, okay, I think Branch is going to test well. I don't know if he's going to test as well as these other players are. Um, so I didn't want. I, I didn't really mean for him to be totally overlooked. Um, and who is it? What what other player I want to shout out? Oh, I think Chris Smith from Georgia is going to fly. He's an underrated player. We I haven't think, done safeties. I, he is. I think he's going to fly player. this week. So anybody else? Anybody else I didn't name from that group? I don't know. I feel like I named a lot, so I don't mean I mean, I'm it. curious to see what a guy like Emmanuel Forbes runs. Sure. Because he's just so thin, and he's yep. got those big strides that he should run well. Um, If we were doing bench, I mean, Branch and Antonio Johnson would be two really fun players to watch in that benching group out of the safeties mm-hmm. they are they are very strong pound for pound Beef. when you watch the tape but yeah Beef. this is you could see it here folks i mean the defensive prospects in this class seem to hold the athleticism card uh we didn't do tight ends just uh, we didn't do tight ends last year and we kind of wanted to split it evenly uh three yeah, offense three just on defense. athletic tight end class it is i so i wanted to hit him just at the end like we don't have to necessarily categorize him but like luke musgraves i think he's gonna would be one of our top picks for the 40 um if yep. we if, if we he, were doing he this better with those be. guys yeah he right exactly I, i'm just blown away by this i think he's a nice prospect on day two of the draft i don't mm. know where we got how we got here i really don't, I don't and if either. he doesn't if he doesn't run this mythical 40 that everybody's talking about i i'm out of explanations i don't i don't think i don't think he will i i I don't i I don't see this mythical i think he's fast right i think he's a good athlete i think we're getting crazy now why i think we're getting getting too crazy with that can we let darnell washington run with the lineman (laughs) just to see what it looks like he should run him he should run him with the wide receivers (laughs) yeah i mean that's gonna be a fun one that's going to be a really fun one. Um, I'm very interested to see uh, specifically how two guys test from the tight end room. Um, Tucker Kraft from South Dakota State. Mm-hmm. I want to see how he tests because I want to really get his profile rounded out. And then Sam Laporta too, right? Like I want to just for see sure. what Sam Laporta is like athletically for the tight end from Iowa, how we're stacking him against the rest of the group of tight ends. Because I, look, I, I don't think we had a tight end group last year just because it wasn't very strong. And we wanted it to be an even three and three for both sides of the ball. This year, we could have done tight ends because it is a stronger group. And I do think that because of that, the combine is going to mean a lot for these players that can stand out athletically. So I got one for you. Uh-huh. Hold on. Let me check. Sure. Let me check. Let me check. Okay. Got to make okay. sure. Okay. Yes. So uh, okay. Zach Kuntz from Old Dominion. Nice. He is projected to test very, very well, assuming he's doing everything. But he should run 
he should run very, very well. Coons from Old Dominion. Right. So that's one more. He, he's a former Penn State guy, and those former Penn State guys, athletes, man, they're so athletic. And he's those huge. Dudes are... he's six feet seven inches, but yeah. he's he's going to run very, very well. He's going to jump very, very well. So while all the attention is on those top five, six consensus tight ends, there's even some sleepers that it's like, whoa, this group just very, very special, athletically uh, gifted tight end group. All right, I will recap all my guys before Connor recaps all of his, and then we can get out of here. But uh, from the wide receiver group, I took Tyler Scott from Cincinnati for the 40-yard dash, Andre Yosevis for the vertical jump, and Tank Dell for the three-cone. Running back 40, I got Devon A. Chain. Vertical, I got my boy Sean Tucker. Three-cone, I took Jameer Gibbs. A little snipe action there from Connor, who couldn't pick him in the 40. Love to see that. Offensive line, at Cody Mock from the 40-yard dash. Uh, Jalen Duncan for the vertical Joe Tittman for the three cone and Andrew Voorhees for the bench defensive line, Isaiah land for the 40 will McDonald for the vertical. I added to me what for the three cone and then Keon white for the bench linebacker. I got Owen Papo for the 40 Diane Henley for the vertical jump. And then will Anderson for the three cone. Finally, I got Keely Ringo with the 40 for defensive backs, Riley Moss for the vertical and then DJ Turner for the three cone. All right, here come my battle contestants for the 40. Jalen Hyatt uh, out of the wide receivers. So the vertical, Quentin Johnson, who should absolutely jump through the ceiling. Three cone, I went with Zay Flowers. Out of the running backs, I got Zach Evans in the 40. He's going to get smoked by Devon A. Chain. <laughs> vertical, Bijan Robinson should do quite well for himself. Three cone, Tajay Spears, because I did not get Jameer Gibbs. Offensive line, 40, Paris Johnson Jr., five-star athlete. Mm. Vertical, Anton Harrison. Three cone, Broderick Jones, five-star athlete. Bench, Steve Avila, just hoping he's been dreaming of this moment for years to take down the Andrew Voorhees mythical benching D line 40 Nolan Smith. Cause he like Isaiah land is with the D line vertical Tyree Wilson, three cone, Mazzy Smith bench, Jalen Carter, former state um, cool. level championship power lifter linebacker for the 40 Trenton Simpson. He is going to fly vertical yeah. Nick yeah. Hampton, three cone BJ Ojolari, who's just out there with the linebackers. For reasons unknown, defensive back 40 Trey Hodges Tomlinson should go four three or under vertical. Christian Gonzalez should go 40 inches or over three cone Clark Phillips. I have no idea what he's going to do, but DJ Turner was off the board. Clark Phillips is small and very good and moves very well and is highly competitive. Yes. So I'm excited that he will not only do this event, but I think he'll be OK in this event. I'm excited to see Clark Phillips as well as I'm excited to see all the rest of these guys. Let us know what you thought of our draft, our selections, and this podcast in the YouTube comments below. If you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel, we are almost at 4K subscribers, which holy cow. We've only had this channel for a couple of weeks now. We're almost up to 4K. Uh, Y'all are unbelievable. We love you guys so much. Thank you so much for following us on the new channel. If you're an audio-only listener and you have a YouTube account, we are pleading, begging, just go sign up on the on the YouTube channel. Subscribe to it. It really would help us out a ton. It is youtube.com backslash at NFL Stock Exchange. That's where you can see everything. But let us know in the comment section what you guys thought of our picks. Some guys that we left out, some guys that were maybe sleeping on players that you were really looking forward to seeing when it comes to the combine or when it, I mean athletic tests or anything else. We would love to hear from you as well. This is a full combine preview podcast kind of thing. So if you guys want to talk about some interviews, some medicals for prospects, fire it away in the comic section. You can also hit us up on Twitter at Tampa Bay Trey at Connor J Rogers. Hit us up on Instagram as well. Same handles there. Connor, you got anything else before we get out of here, my friend? 
the next time the people see us, hear from us, we will be side by side in Indy. We so will, a fun week of shows ahead. Uh, we'll keep everybody updated on the schedule. Should not change very much. It's just no. a matter of you know how much how much we get to hear from at the podiums from GMs, players. Eventually, the testing later on in the week and all kinds of nonsense out there. So I'm looking forward to it, buddy. This week is so big. Like we said at the beginning of the podcast, not just because of the athletic testing that was the root of this podcast, but because we learn so much. We get to talk to so many people who are hearing so many different things about what teams are going to do in the draft, what they're going to do in free agency, how that's going to shape the entire NFL offseason. This week is the most important week to listen to content, folks. So stay tuned to it. We're going to give you as much information as we possibly can as we learn things from Indianapolis and the 2023 Scouting Combine. I'm Trevor Sikama. That's Connor Rogers. Thank you guys so much for listening to the NFL Stock Exchange Podcast. We'll see you next time. 